welcome back to Unapologetically Black Unicorns. And this week, we're just going to have a conversation. It's going to feel a little one-sided, but I hope on your side as the listener, you're maybe talking back to me or into the ether, maybe nodding your head. So I'm imagining that it's a two-way conversation. And I was thinking about having this talk because I'm reminded that sometimes things that I think about, could be I'm ruminating about them as well, are things that other people are going through. So sometimes sharing about it can help other people know that what they're going through or what they're experiencing, that they're actually not alone. I think there's a saying that says, you know, your journey might be someone else's survival guide. So I'm just going to share a little bit today about something that's been going on for the past couple of weeks, probably the past couple of years, really. And it sort of shook me. I don't know. if Have you ever had an experience where a single event will shake you and then you get kind of stuck in it? Well, that's sort of what happened with me. I um, received an email and (laughs) the email was kind of telling me about myself and what I felt were super judgmental ways. And I was reading the email right before I had to give an important talk. And and suddenly I felt like I couldn't do the talk. I wasn't good enough. Like, who did I think I was? And I had seriously misinterpreted anything about myself. And then I just went down the rabbit hole of how crap ass I am. Have you ever done that? Yeah. So that self-talk can be a beast. And sometimes when that happens, you know, I do talk it out with someone. Most of the time I keep it to myself because I'm a little embarrassed that I let one person's interpretation of something that I did or didn't do impact me in such a big way. And I did end up talking to uh, the person who was going to introduce me for the talk to let them know yeah, this morning started off really bad. I got this email and I'm not quite sure. And did I really do this? Is it really me? The person looked at me like, girl, please, that is that person's situation. If they're imposing all this stuff on you, it's really not about you. It's about something completely different. So let's focus on the talk. And I did, but you know, I went back to that email. You know, I did, because that's what we do, right? And I ended up kind of trying to figure out how do I get myself out of this rabbit hole, out of this spiral. And I uh, went to this, um, no, I did not go to the tarot deck. I know y'all have heard me talk about tarot, but I did go to some cards just because sometimes it's kind of fun to either look at the picture or, or read the phrase to see if it's going to pull me out of this particular moment that I'm in. And the cards that I happen to pick up because they were they were with me as I was traveling and they're tiny is called you are magical as fuck affirmation deck okay I am an unapologetically black unicorn so maybe I am magical as f right so I pull random card and this is what the card says I kid you not no time for the negative self-talk today you have shit to do now if that isn't any more perfect I don't know what is And I actually ended up putting that card in my purse. I put it in my notebook to have it as a, you know, marker in my my book, um, like a bookmark. And I just 
I've been reading it literally for two weeks. Every day I read this card so that I can erase that ridiculous email out of my head. And and there was something else that says, look, you know, that person shouldn't be all up in your business anyway. (laughs) You know, mind your business, as they say. So I started thinking more about how somebody else's interpretation of you, somebody else's perception of, of you can then impact how you feel about yourself. And as human beings, we tend to magnify those negative perceptions. Even though people could tell you every day how great you are, you hear that one time that this, that, or the other that's negative, and suddenly that becomes who you are. And that's kind of what happened. And so then I decided, yeah, I think I need to figure out how to surround myself with other people, like how to get around other people to to get out of, also to get out of this space. And I uh, ended up going to this this wonderful event over the weekend and inviting two people to go. Now, if you don't know anything about me, and and even if you think you do, there's a couple of things that maybe I've said on the podcast, but I am very, very shy and I am very much an introvert. When I need to be extroverted and around people, I can do it. I know how to do it. And I actually have fun doing it. But for the most part, I'm one of those people that kind of will self-isolate. If I'm at a party, I may stand in a corner. So I thought if I'm going to go to this thing, <laughs> maybe you should take a few people so I don't stand in a corner. But but actually where I was going, I've been before. I started going when I was in DC. I've been to uh, this event in Philadelphia, and I've been many times to it in Los Angeles. It's called Daybreaker. And it's kind of cool. It's this really intentional community. When I say intentional, you're coming with an expectation of knowing that the goal of the event is about being amongst others and doing it in very positive ways. So it's drug-free, it's alcohol-free, it's kind of like a rave, it's kind of like going you know, to uh, Burning Man in a way, you know, people dressed up in festival clothes and there's always a bit of a theme and you get up at six o'clock in the morning. Yes, I was up at six o'clock. I was up at 4.30 to get to the event at six o'clock in the morning and you start off with yoga. I don't do yoga girl is not bendy. I cannot do yoga, but I love being able to be in the presence of the calming sounds of what's happening when yoga is happening. So I don't mind going that early in the morning. And you're going knowing that you're going to be in this safe place. So um, the idea too, is that you're going to this dance party, this yoga, and then the next part is a big old dance party. And it's not about going to pick up people. It's not, it's not a place. It's not a pickup place. It's not, it's not like the meat aisle of the grocery store. It is you're going to a full-on party that is orchestrated, that has performers, that has live musicians, as well as recorded music. And you're amongst people who have this just beautiful energy. And so I invited my two friends and I had the absolute best time. I got invited to another party by some random person who said, you look like the person who would enjoy a party where no grownups are allowed and you can dress up and just be yourself. Yes, I was dressed up. You know, I do cosplay. So I was dressed up. And I just thought that was so sweet that this random person introduced themselves, introduced me to their friends, and then invited me to a party. And I said, well, I have two other people. Yeah, bring them. It was really, really very nice. There was something about the need for belonging, the need for connection, and community. And I think we have lost that 
uh, especially during the pandemic, when we were told to social distance and isolate and all this sort of thing. And so this is the first time that Daybreaker has been back uh, in person. It's their 10-year anniversary as well. And so it was so lovely to come back and see the older couple that comes every daybreaker to Los Angeles, who when I used to go by myself, I would sit with them because they were just so nice. And there they were again, and we got to hug and reunite. And it was just so lovely. That email disappeared. What that person said about me disappeared as the me that I'm supposed to be, the me that I am every day could emerge within this beautiful community. And when you leave, they remind you of, you know, be kind, be kind to other people. Okay. So do I found, do I sound hokey? I hope I don't sound too hokey, but I just think it is something we need today that as people are really struggling, how can we be careful with our words? How can we be careful with how we interact with other people? We don't know what's going on in somebody's day. We have no idea what's going on in somebody's life. And I'm a firm believer that, well, I think we all can be believers that words can hurt and words can heal. And and I hope that, you know, I do my best to bring words of healing as best as I'm able. And if I do bring words of hurt, hurt, I um, hope somebody will tell me so that I can apologize in the most appropriate of ways. So, I guess this is just sort of what I was was thinking about that I sometimes also forget and I think people forget too as for me <laughs> I'm I'm actually also a delicate flower <laughs> and sadly I can get hurt rather easily and I'm you know can be super vulnerable and somebody reminded me you know that your vulnerability is also a superpower and I was like wow I hadn't really thought about it that way they said yes if you're a sensitive person you yourself sensitive, it means that that actually is a beautiful thing because you're sensitive about other people. But at the end of the day, you know, I just hope that we can all honor who we are and who we show up as people, that we all can be ourselves. You be you, as I say, that's the name of the podcast. And that we remember that there's no time for negative self-talk. There's shit you got to do. So go do your stuff. Go, you be you. Thanks for joining me today on Unapologetically Black Unicorns. And uh, look forward to you joining in next week when we will have a fantabulous guest. It won't be me. It'll be somebody else. I will be the host. And we'll have another guest. Look forward to next week.